What it do, baby? This is Lino Lives coming to you with another report. Today we're going to be analyzing the upcoming Packers-Seahawks playoff game. Now, this will be the fourth time, I believe, the fourth time since 2013 that the Packers and the Seahawks will face off. So there's going to be a lot of familiarity there, although there are new faces, new players, new even new coach out there, all right? So expect this matchup to be a little different from the others where, you know, the Seahawks just tend to pull a little bit of something out their ass because, you know... You know, with Russell Magic over there, you can never go wrong. So, uh, we're going to just jump right into this. I'm going to start off with the offensive line versus defensive line. This is where the Packers have a huge advantage, alright? The the Seahawks' run defense has been mm, subpar, to say the least, this year. They have been giving up... Just yardage in bulk to almost every running back that they have faced. And that's definitely a weakness that the Packers are going to exploit. Alright? Now, this is this is not the Packers team of old. That they just relied on Aaron Rodgers to come out here and do his little godly thing. Throw a Hail Mary or two. Scramble out the pocket till you find that wide open right receiver on the sideline. No, this is not that same Packers team, alright? This is a Packers team that will shove the ball down your fucking throat, alright? They're going to shove the ball, they're going to control the pace of the game, and they're going to make sure their defense gets stops. They're going to make sure that they have that final possession because that's that's where they trust their riders. If it's going to come if it's going to come down to one to one possession, one drive then the Packers know that Aaron Rodgers can come through on that drive on a good 85%, and that's even on a slumping season, all right? Now, people talking about, he's, he, oh, Aaron Rodgers has been carried by his running backs. Aaron Rodgers has been doing what he has to do, all right? Now, when you have Aaron Jones out here just piling up big game after big game with another comp, with uh, Williams out there also, being very effective in both the running and the passing games, then you go with that guy, all right? Now, Aaron Rodgers has never been the guy that's had a ton of help around him, all right? And this is from a huge Packer critic. He's never had a, a oh, great all-world running back since Eddie Lacy and what, did that last one to two years? So hopefully this Aaron Jones thing lasts a bit longer, but when you have a back that good, You feed him, all right? Now, look at their offense. Outside of Aaron Jones, realistically, where else are they going? They're going to go to Valdez Scanley, to Devontae Adams, who's often drawing double coverage. They're going to go to freaking Geronimo Allison, all right? Jimmy Graham's out there. But Aaron Jones is the key to this victory, all right? Now... The Seahawks are going to need a big game out of one of their running backs as well. All right. In recent weeks, Russell Wilson has accounted for over 95% of the Seahawks offense. And frankly, Marshawn Lynch hasn't done jack shit since he's returned. All right. So, oops, excuse me. That's going to have to change here 
they, the Seahawks definitely play a lot better when they could run the ball down your throat. And they, every major game they played this year, and by major I mean any team with significant talent, any team that's over 500, which is generally my standard. I threw the Rams in there just because, you know, they're a slumping team. But when they played, they were actually playing very well at the time. And, well, the Rams are the Rams. You know, they always have that, uh, that overabundance of talent over there, even if things go wrong here and there. They have Brandon Cooks, they have Todd Gurley, they have Robert Woods, they have Jared Goff, all right? They have Aaron Donald, all right? They have a really nice team down there, so I'm just going to throw them in there. Anytime the Seahawks have won one of these games, they've had a, a running back, namely Chris Carson, that has 20-plus carries and 90 to 100 yards, throwing a touchdown here and there. All right, they've, they've needed a big game from their back. And why is this? Because the Seahawks are the... Now, keep in mind, up until very recently, they've been a run-first team. All right? They are at their best when they can shove the ball straight up the middle, all right? Make the defense make the defense creep up a little bit, all right? And then, then boom, launch it deep to DK Metcalf, launch it deep to Lockett. Alright, which which brings me to my next point. They're going to need more than just a 100-yard rusher, alright? And the reason I say this, the reason I say this, every time the Packers have allowed an opposing running back to go over a 100 yards, they have won the game, alright? Now, I'm going to exclude the... Eagles game from this just because they had two separate 20-yard rushers, but ah, did I say 20? Man, this is big, big brain goof right there. What I meant to say is they had two separate 80-yard rushers, all right? So besides that one game, the Packers have won every game, like I said, where they've given up. 100 yards to one running back, all right? This is because the Packers are great at controlling the pace in this year. They're great at controlling the tempo, all right? This is not the team that you want to slow down against whatsoever, all right? You want to put your foot on their throat, and you never want to let up, all right? Just like the Niners did, all right? You have to just straight take up out of there. Even even the Eagles. They had a great rushing game going that day, but their passing game was flying. They were flying up and down the field, all right? Green Bay just couldn't keep up in that game. And now Aaron Rodgers definitely is not the type of quarterback that you want to get into a shootout against. But as I said, this has been a little bit of a down year for him. Uh... And if anybody, if anybody in this league can win a quarterback head-to-head duel with Aaron Rodgers, it would be Russell fucking Wilson, all right? But as I said before, Russell Wilson is at his best when he's got the running game going. He could capitalize off that play action. He could draw the defense in, and he could launch it deep to one of his great receiving threats. Now, again, that brings me to my next point. DK Metcalf had a great rookie playoff debut with over 160 
yards. That is fucking nuts, all right? Now, I know he came into the league looking like Calvin Johnson light, but he was greatly overlooked, and a lot of that was mostly due to his route running. Now, I'm going to say this right here, right now, all right? In any other system, DK would not have done nearly that great, all right? He is a product at the moment of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll's creativity, all right? This man still has little or no route running ability. He, he, he manages to create separation pretty much just off of his raw attributes, which would be the size and the strength that we already knew about, the speed that we already knew about, all right? But do not, do not expect him to have this level of success against even the shorter Jair Alexander if he's out here, if he's out there shadowing him, all right? And do not expect him to have this level of success against Kevin King, all right? A great underrated corner that the Packers have out there. They have a lot of young talent in that secondary. They have Darnell Savage at safety who's been doing great all year, all right? This is... This is not a team that DK Metcalf is going to be able to flourish against, all right? He, he's very unpolished. Both of the Packers starting corners and Jair Alexander and Kevin King are both very good at press coverage, all right? I think they should be able to get into DK Metcalf's head a little bit here. And, you know, I'm not saying he's not going to have any catches. Definitely don't expect a 160-yard performance again. With that having been said... Look for Tyler Lockett to have a big game, all right? Look for Russell Wilson to be looking towards Jacob Hollister, Luke Wilson. Look for even Jerron Brown to get in there, David Moore, all right? One of these guys is going to have a big game. I'm definitely predicting over 100 yards, at least a touchdown out of Tyler Lockett. Like I said, they're going to be having a tough time out there with DK Metcalf pretty much getting shut out the game, all right? I really don't see how he's going to be productive at all. But the tight ends are an area where they are going to have to exploit the Packers, all right? If there's any part of the Packers defense that's vulnerable, it'll be right up the middle, all right? That's where you don't have the Smiths that have just been going crazy out there, all right? You need to get it to your tight end. Get it to Jacob Hollister, all right? He's a great receiving tight end. I know this for a fact. As a Patriots fan, I've watched him, be, even though he was a second string, third string, whatever, all right? I, I love Jacob Hollister, and I honestly wanted him to be the replacement to Rob Gronkowski. Nevertheless, he is a very viable receiving threat, and the Seahawks are going to have to exploit that against the Packers if they want any chance at winning this. Unfortunately for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's going to have to get it, the ball out of his hands quite quickly as their offensive line is really middle of the pack. And the Smith brothers, I'm just going to call them the Smith brothers, have been going crazy all year long, all right? Expect them to get after Russell Wilson. He's going to be running for his life the entire day, all right? Now, Russell Wilson's no stranger to this. Don't expect us to change the game plan too much, all right? We know Russell Wilson has made some of the best plays of his career outside of the pocket, but look for this pass rush to be a big factor. We know it's hard to wrangle in Russell Wilson because he's such an elusive 
quarterback, kind of like Doug Flutie was back in his prime. But I definitely wouldn't be shocked to see multiple sacks in this game, maybe even a strip sack that turns the whole game in the favor of the Packers. All right, the Packers are fit from head to toe with the perfect pieces to counteract the Seahawks team. All right, let, let's forget about the offensive line for a second. Let's forget about the defensive line for a second, all right? Let, let's forget about Aaron Jones and how he's going to stuff it right up their fucking throats, all right? Let's forget about all of that. Who do the Seahawks have that can check Devontae Adams? Shaquille Griffin is a great young cornerback who's still improving and has shown much improvement from his rookie year. But Devontae Adams is a certified stud in this league. And in my mind, he is definitely a top 10 receiver. His route running is second to none. Maybe, maybe Julio Jones. All right. And he cannot be pressed. All right. I expect Devontae Adams to easily win this matchup against Shaquille Griffin and company. And they're definitely going to need to double-team him all day. What does that mean? That means this, this is going to open up chances for Jimmy Graham. That means this is going to open up chances for Valdez Scanley. Now, they need to hold on to these balls. As we know, the rest of the Packers cast has had a problem with dropping balls this year. But... This brings me to my conclusion. The Packers should very easily win this game unless some sort of miracle was to happen, kind of like with Brandon Bostic a few years ago, the, the fumbled onside kick, something like that. Something drastic would have to happen in order for the Seahawks to win this game. The, the Packers are too prepared. They've got better coaching this year, and if they get out in front, they're not, they're not going to let you retake this lead, all right? This isn't Mike McCarthy out there anymore. This is Matt fucking LaFleur, all right? The, the fucking head coach with a better winning percentage than Bill Belichick. He's the GOAT out here, all right? And you guys need to have some trust in my boy, all right? Lino lives out.